Hello, and welcome to another barrier-shattering episode of We Only Look Thin. I am one of your hosts. My name is Donald Weigel, and I have lost over 100 American pounds. <laughs> not sterling. <laughs> no, not, <laughs> not pound sterling. I've lost much, much more, more than, than that. that. <laughs> yes, yes. Casino Royale. Hello! Yeah. <laughs> Bienvenue! I am Catherine Weigel. I am Donald Weigel's wife. And oh, I'm, hello. I am charming. And I, give or take, have lost 150 American pounds sterling. <laughs> and today, we are going to crack the magic shell-like coating on milestones. Mm. You get a milestone, you put magic shell on it, which is uh, a, a coating that is not really made of human food, but it, it is a shell that you break <laughs> with a spoon. And we're going to get your spoons ready, people, because we are going to break shells and break barriers. And, and, and eat stones. And force fields. Stone, I think, is like 13 pounds. I don't remember. So, like, yeah, but I don't think that's where the term stone, milestone comes from. Is a stone sterling a thing? If you are listening in the UK, please let us know please about let us know sterlings stones and stones. And sterlings and um, I think milestones are like mile markers on freeways. Exactly. I would like to start this story with a force field story. We are going to talk about uh, Ooh, I like about science fiction. Milestones and force fields. So, tuck in. The year is 1981. And Ooh. and air supply is hitting the the airwaves. And I hit the airwaves while on a drive cross country with my parents. Uh, we were moving from the East Coast to the West Coast, something I did several times. But this was the first time. Second time, actually. Anyway, long story. <laughs> so, uh, so we were driving, and back then, to keep oneself entertained uh, in the car, if you remember the 1980s, uh, this was the time before air conditioning in cars, and I used to just, as we were driving, I don't know if I was wearing a seatbelt, but I would stick my head out the window oh, of yeah. the car. Oh, yeah. And you know no, what they I let would, kids do that. You know then. what I would do to entertain myself? I would stick my tongue out until it dried. Yeah. <laughs> In the car window. That's how I drove. And that is a calorie-free way to entertain it yourself is. these days. This is our main tip for the yeah, episode. Yeah, this is, this is, we're it. This is it. So, uh, anyway... Uh, it was very boring driving across country as a kid. Uh, I don't remember if there were seatbelts, but uh, I, I do remember going from uh, New Mexico into Arizona. And I remember my parents uh, telling me, Kathy, that's what they called me back then. They said, <laughs> they said, Kathy, we're about to go into Arizona. Get ready. And I was like, here we go, everybody. We are going into Arizona. I am confident that there is a force field. Oh, yeah. There is no. a... There's like a force field, and like when you go through it, wah, can, wah, 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 yeah, and you, it like you it zaps noise, you. You hear confetti cannons go off. Yeah, no, it's like that. Uh, I don't know. It's it, it's like Stargate or whatever. Like you definitely go through a barrier force yeah. field. Something this is magical. What, this happens. is what we were led to believe as children. Right. So uh, we had been through many states, but this was for some reason the only one I remember where they were like, "Get ready!" And I was like, oh, "I'm gonna buckle up. I'm gonna I'm gonna wet my tongue." And not have a dry tongue as we go through uh, <laughs> through Arizona. So here we go. We we're we're about to go through it, and they're like, "We're going," and we did it. And I was like, well, "I don't remember there being a force field." And they're like, "No, it's just a you just you're we're in a new state now." And I was very upset that there was no actual force field or barrier or you know balloons or anything to no nothing to break through. We was just there drove. a sign. There was a sign, and we didn't break through the it's sign. Very disappointing. Maybe if we broke through the sign, it would have been more interesting. Yeah. But... Your parents failed you in at, that. At the tender 
tender age of seven, yeah, I realized that barriers and uh, state lines were social constructs. Whoa, you're blowing social my construct. mind. I didn't know the term social construct, but that is, I think, when I stopped trusting adults. <laughs> <laughs> that was the moment. That was the moment because I wanted like a thing to happen. I wanted like I wanted a big. Uh, I literally expected just some sort of force field uh, or, or at least electric fence or something that we had to traverse to get through the barrier. So this is the point of our podcast today. We're talking we're talking about... <laughs> what if in each state they had like, like the Sphinx was there and you have to like answer the Sphinx questions before you can enter the state or else you're just trapped in the state you're in. <laughs> you have to give them a shrubbery or yeah. something. Yeah, the Knights Who Say Knee or, or something. Or, or it's, like, it's like a game of Red Rover or something like they can either like let you yeah. through and you we need to set that up at every state a red rover situation yeah so anyway more fun traveling cross country so uh i should have learned my lesson at age seven about uh social constructs and barriers and milestones uh, because nothing happened and we just went through and 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 so now we're going to talk about the milestones in our lives and in our weight loss journeys are you on a journey no you're on an adventure i'm on an adventure i think it's much more fun i imagine myself as like the indiana jones of weight loss and i'm like i'm dodging poison darts and and boulders and i imagine you skipping wearing a it's more of a hobbit thing i'm 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 skipping hobbit to you (laughs) (laughs) wow that was a pretty big adventure which is bigger uh going to mordor or 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 the Ark of the Covenant. I don't know. They're both pretty big. They are pretty big. You're you're part Indiana. <laughs> I'm just Jones. trying to get over the fact that you married a skipping <laughs> hobbit. That in your mind <laughs> that I'm a skipping hobbit and like that's you what you're into. Are a nerd. That's like that's your thing. Are, are you or are you not an enthusiast <laughs> of Mr. Tolkien? I may perhaps be. <laughs> <laughs> did we not last week go on a hobbit trail? We did go on a hobbit trail. Literally we yeah. were on a trail called the Hobbit Trail. Yeah. Uh, which I also wanted to go on. That was an adventure. So I think we're adventurers, we're swashbucklers, we're very many things. We're going to start talking about milestones. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to actually get to we're the part 40 where minutes we're, in. we're we trying haven't to help talk, people. We have, we have gone through the metaphors. Now let's get down into the brass tacks. <laughs> so the point here is uh, that we as people set up these arbitrary milestones that don't actually mean anything and we feel as if we have to accomplish something by a certain date or a certain age or a certain time and that if we don't that we have failed and we oftentimes think that if we haven't accomplished our goal by this certain date or time or age that we shouldn't even bother why should we that. even bother why should we bother was that that was the me voice when i uh Got my diabetes diagnosis. I didn't even bother. What's that going to do? Nothing. Man, you didn't even get diabetes until you were in your 40s. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even accomplish that. You couldn't at even an early accomplish age. that. Yeah. Um, so I know, you know, we have talked about this before, but, you know, we come into the world and uh, we are tabla rasas. We are clean slates. Whoa. Tabla rasa. Whoa, throwing out the Latin. I am. Um, and I think it means clean plate. <laughs> yeah, it means, it means eat all your food so you can have dessert. So um, we are told by uh, those around us, teachers, parents, cousins, 
uh, the, the television that certain things have to, have to happen by certain times. And some of those are good things like, uh, you know, oh, well, we can drive by the time we're 16. That is a fact. At least in California, it's a fact. In New Jersey, it's not until you're 17. Um, but we are told that if we don't accomplish things by a certain age, then we are failures. Um, I know that I had family members who told me in, in terms of my weight, you know, oh, if you don't get it together by age 23, like if you don't actually, you know, uh, physically get in shape by age 23, it's pretty much too late. Like that actually happened to me. Yeah, and it, it's, I mean, people say crazy things like that. If you're not married by the time you're 30, if you're not, you know. Vice president by the time you're 35, or even president of the USA by the time you're 35. There are so many... <laughs> <laughs> You, you legally can't do that, by the way. I know. I know. But like... <laughs> but people tell you but, that you have to But like, to when you're 30 and you're like, I'm not president yet, you're like, woo, well, I don't yeah. even have to worry about it because it's not until I'm 35 I that I have to. I can't even become president because I'm too become. young. It's a lot of pressure off at it that is. point. It um, is. But people tell us, you know, you'll never lose weight if you do X or Y. And if you don't get married or become, you know, successful or buy a house or whatever by a certain age, that, um, that you have failed. And we are, we are here to dig deeper into the topic of uh, milestones and the way we sabotage ourselves, uh, basically negatively, trying to hit a certain weight by a certain date. And I had done it to myself. I, I mean, I I was past the age of 45, and I had essentially decided I was just going to eat whatever I wanted, and and whatever happened, happened. And He literally said that. He basically did. didn't decide. He told me. I did. I, I just essentially, I, I had decided I was giving up on weight loss. I was just, you know, I was going to be the weight I was, and, you know, whatever I ate, I ate, and... And then, you know, the diabetes diagnosis came along. Uh, I've told this story many times on this podcast, but, um, and I realized I had to do something. And you know what? I was over the age of 45 and I still managed to lose 100 pounds and it can be done. And we know people, we know people who are saying to themselves, I'm about to turn 30, like, it is over. Like, I haven't accomplished ha. enough. Yeah. Seriously, with the Kids, 30. right? Millennials, yeah. am I right, everyone? Am I right, everybody? Um, and, uh, you know, I'm about to turn 40, and it's over. I didn't hit my goal by the time I was 40, or, or I'm not going to be able to. And therefore, why should I try? Why should I bother? And I think that the the point here is that it's it's never too late to do this, and that, you know, it can be done at any age. Well, and I I know for sure that, you know, I had lost, um, you know, I think I was 28 and I was up to 300 pounds and I had my first aha moment, need to lose weight. I did Atkins for a year plus a couple of other little things and I, I lost about 115 pounds. And so I entered my 30s in a, you know, overweight still, but not as, uh, you know, not as bad as in my 20s. And I let my habits erode and I got, you know, I went down to like 185 and then I got back up to uh, about 250, which is where I was 
after age 40. And I thought when I, when I hit 40, I thought it was over. Like I thought it was too late. There was absolutely no way I was going to ever get my habits under control. And I, I didn't actively say to myself, well, now it's too late. I just kind of decided that that was my lot in life. And, um, I didn't start this last time journey until I was 41. And if I had given up on the imaginary Arizona age 40 force field, like, <laughs> like I really, I saw it as too late. And I see people younger than us who are, you know, bearing down on their, on their 40th birthday. I see people who are in their 20s barreling down on their 30th birthday. And, you know, I think that they've decided that their ability to be successful, it's too late for them. And so they kind of like go into neutral instead of driving their life and just sort of decide like, well, if it doesn't happen by now, then it's too late. And so that self-sabotage starts even before you pass the the barrier, the deadline, because you feel like it's, you know, there's not enough time to get it done. So why bother? I think you've glossed over an important uh, idea that... Like a candy-coated gloss? A, a great name for a band is the Imaginary Arizona Force Field. <laughs> maybe like maybe the name of this episode should be the Imaginary Arizona Force Field. <laughs> maybe. Um, so, you know, it happens at all ages and in all different ways, and it doesn't even have to be a birthday or, you know, a, you know, a, a milestone birthday. It can be a reunion, your, you know, your high school reunion, your college reunion, um, your, you know, shuffleboard reunion for your high school shuffleboard team. Yeah. And, and it works the other way. I mean, people will oftentimes they'll have, you know, the bat mitzvah wedding, you know, uh, bathing suit season, and they go on some sort of crash diet to to meet a, a weight loss goal in order for this one event, and then the next day they are still the same person, the same people that they were the day before, and they go right back to doing the things that that caused them to gain the weight in the first place instead of looking at the big picture, and you know we. We have these arbitrary, you know, 40 is just an arbitrary number. 30 is an arbitrary number. 50 is an arbitrary number. Um, it, those ages are just something that we've created as a society. They don't actually mean anything. What's meaningful is that it, you've got an entire life in which to to be the best you. And if being the best you involves creating habits that you are proud of that you're that you're happy to continue doing then start doing them and don't worry about what date it is or what age you are and and start thinking about the the you that you want to be and become that person it doesn't matter you know that you've got a wedding coming up or that you've got you know a birthday particular birthday coming you know you need to do this for you and you need to do it for the rest of your life well, and I think that that you bring up a great point again. Surprisingly, well, thank an amazing you. point. I, uh, once in a off. while, I, I come up with a great point. I'm like going to go a put year. on a hat so I can just take it off to you. Well, thank you. Um, but as I said, I didn't start this uh, this weight loss uh, journey until um, after I was 41. I was 41 and a half, I think. And uh, my 44th birthday was just a couple of weeks ago. Happy birthday, Catherine Happy Weigel. birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to me. And this was the first birthday in, a, in, I think, maybe ever that I wasn't stressing about being a certain weight by a certain date. And um, 
we, because it is summer, uh, went on a little bit of a rumspringa, including uh, tucked into some pancakes on a couple of vacations. And I am up on the scale probably about seven pounds higher than I feel comfortable being. And I went um, into my birthday up on the scale and I was not in a panic about it. Um, I knew that it was related to my habits and it's living your life in a way that is meaningful to you that brings happiness. I am, you know, I'm down 150 pounds or so and the happiness doesn't come from the number, it comes from the habits. And when I'm overindulging, when I have heartburn, when I'm not walking, when I'm not drinking water, when I lose sight of my habits, that's when I start feeling bad. And there's no magical number. I know it, it feels like it when you don't have it, but there's no magical number where you're finally like, oh, I'm done. Like, I've arrived. Yay. Yeah, it's 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 never over. Well, and I we had uh, a, a friend over a number of years ago who uh, was single, and he said to me, like, kind of as an aside, he's like, well, you're married now, so you can just, like, let yourself go. Like, you've arrived. <laughs> and I was like, you don't think I have hopes and dreams just because I'm married? Like, you know, it, it is about a partnership and supporting one another. I took your dreams or, from you when I first found you. <laughs> when you found me? I don't know. It's from that What Pogue. am I, a sand dollar? It's from that Pogue song. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, the, the New York one? Yeah. Let's sing it, Fairy shall tale we? of New York. <laughs> Let's not sing it. We will. We don't want. We want people to actually listen. Yeah. Let's just hum it. <laughs> and then, and then fill in the words where we remember them. Uh, do our fathers listen to this podcast? I don't know. I don't. Let's not go into naming names, shall okay. we? Well, um, we just spent some time with two different people who hum constantly. <laughs> oh boy, it's over, people. Um, we're not going to name who they are. That Donald just did. Um, so. It is my habits that make me feel good. It is, you know, the number on the scale means a little bit less. And I know that once I get back to my habits, that um, that that's where my success will come from. And I think that deciding that a birthday, an anniversary, um, a vacation, a retirement, whatever, is when you will start living your best life or, you know, it, it's, it's the before time. It, you know, when I get to this point... Um, you know, I will, then after that point, I will get into good habits. When I, when I graduate, then I'll get into good habits. When my kids are out of school, then I'll, I'll manage my habits. When the house closes, I'll get into, you know, I'll, I'll start taking care of myself. When work settles down, nothing, life is never going to settle down. Yeah. We imagine that there's this perfect time when suddenly things will come together for us and we will, we will suddenly become the person that we want to be. And I experienced this a lot in college um, when I, I went to college and, you know, obviously had some friends. Believe it or not, I had <laughs> friends in college. Spoiler Those alert. of you who thought I didn't, I actually did have, like, two friends. And I, they would constantly, like, you know, uh, scarf off class, not go to class, not do the work, wait to the last second to get things done. And they, you know, whenever I would say something to them, because I'm a nerd, goody two-shoes, it was always, you know, well, when I get out into the real world, I'm going to get it together. I'm going to, you know, I'll I'll be the person that I want to be when I get out into the real world and it actually matters. And 
there are a couple of people in particular that it didn't happen for. Like, they got out into the real world and ended up not being able to handle it because they hadn't established the good habits of doing the work back in college. And they couldn't do the, they didn't suddenly become different people when they got out into the work world. And it's the same thing with weight loss. There, there isn't some like, you know, well, after, after my kids move out, after I buy a house, you know, after, you know, I get a job, then I can start on my good habits. You know, you have to start today and you have to start now. Well, and it's not, it's too, you know, I, I have suffered from depression for a very long time and I'm, I'm managing it and it's not like my weight loss, my life has improved greatly with weight loss just because I'm being more active, but I still have issues. I still have problems. I still have, uh, you know, family issues and work issues that I'm, I'm battling through and self care is something that you, that I don't think you can wait on. You matter and your habits matter. And it's not, you know, a special day or, uh, you know, a special event that is going to make your life. And, and putting that deadline on it is just, it can be really damaging. And I think it's a loophole because it's almost like, you know, I mean, and I've done it before where it's like, okay, um, we have a, a wedding that we're in in October. So um, I want to lose 20 pounds by October. So that means I need to lose, you know, X number of pounds a week. And I, I, you think about the number, not about like, what habits am I putting in place? Like, I want to live, you know, I want to be able to dance at the wedding. What will, you know, and, and, and right now I'm too out of shape to. Okay, well, maybe I should start, you know, dancing every day to a fitness martial video to, to get my cardio up. Like, it, it's about creating habits that get you to the kind of person that you want to be. Not just going, okay, well, I need to figure out how many pounds I need to lose. And that means I need to, you know, under eat by this much. And, and then when you fail that when 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 life gets in the way and you know say you only have 2 weeks before the wedding and you you haven't lost any weight then you give up because you're like well why should i bother because it's too late now it's not about the number it's about the habits and we lose sight of that and we give up and we feel de defeated and i think that that's a loophole the before or after loophole of I'll do it before or I'll do it after. I'll do it after the new year. I'll do it after the kids get out of school. I'll do it after, you know, Shamrock Shake week. Like and 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 it's a fallacy and it, it's a loophole that we use to get out of taking responsibility for our lives. Yeah, and and it works the on the other side of that that number too. It's like, you know, people will oftentimes set a New Year's resolution. It'll be December and it'll be like, "Oh, well, I'm going to get on it on New Year's Day." And then New Year's Day comes and they indulge in something, you know, or they make a resolution to quit smoking and suddenly they wake up and smoke a pack of cigarettes or, I mean, I don't know, I'm making stuff up. Or vape. Or vape. <laughs> they vape. Whatever. Um, they, they break whatever habit on the first day and they're like, well, I already broke it, so I guess I may as well wait just... Wait until 2019. Wait, up, wait until the next year. Well, and, and, you know... There's never any reason to just give up. You don't. You're setting this barrier arbitrarily for yourself anyway. Um, so that notion of well, I've blown it already. Might as well really blow it. Like it. It doesn't help you. You end up worse off than you were before. Well, and I definitely would do that. Where I, you know, the Monday syndrome of like, okay, well, it's it's Wednesday. 
and I'm celebrating Taco Tuesday all week. <laughs> and so, you know, Monday, like, it'll be a new me. Like, ah, it's just cold turkey. It's it's me all the way. And like you said, and then you, you know, halfway into Monday, you realize that you've already had donuts for breakfast, and you'll just start next Monday. And it just becomes this, like, success is a mirage on the horizon. And you keep thinking, like, okay, well... You know, this perfect time will come, this perfect wave will come where I'll suddenly be this new person or, you know, or you do take a vacation and you're like, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm taking a week off of work. I'm going to get, I'm going to condo Mari my entire house. <laughs> I'm going to figure out what my life's purpose is. I'm going to start that side hustle. I'm going to write my resume. I'm going to like repair all the relationships in my life. Like, And you that, end up watching Price is Right on the couch all week you instead. You do. Oh my gosh. That is a time suck. Um, <laughs> but like... It's that, you know, when this happens, then finally I'll be the person that I want to be. I'll be this this new version of myself. And I'm still me. I still want to eat all the food. But I now am let habits dictate my life instead of impulses. Not that I don't still give into impulses, but I don't have this like deadline around it of this perfect time where I'm going to be my perfect self. I'm, like I said, I'm up on the scale right now. And... Not a lot, but I don't have a panic about it. Like, well, it's too late. I'll just start whatever. It's like, no, okay, well, what are my habits? What get me, you know, what steps do I take? I do great when I drink water. I do great when I track my calories. I do great when I have a salad. Like, it's it's just habits. It's not some magical, you know, motivation that I feel. It's just math. And here's the good news about all There's of this. good news? There's good news that we, this it kind of works the other way. You know, we set these barriers for ourselves. I'm going to start Monday. And starting Monday usually means in our heads we have to be perfect starting Monday. We have to go from zero to 100 or zero to whatever scale we're on um, in uh, immediately. And you know what? You can gently add these things into your life because you have the rest of your life to do this. This, this is the way I... I did this. This is the way I lost my 100 pounds was I started gently. I added one good habit at a time. And, you know, when I found that a habit was working, I increased it. And when I found that something wasn't working, I changed it. But I didn't go I didn't go immediately from eating whatever I wanted and doing no exercise to to working out 7 days a week and eating 1200 calories a day. I just I gently um, increased my my habits, you know, the habits that I wanted to. I gently increased my walking and, until I got up to a lot of steps, and I, I reduced my calories. And I never went to a crazy reduction in calories. I, I ended up, you know, settling in at around 2,000 calories a day, which isn't horrible. It's not starvation by any means. And, you know, I did that in baby steps. So you don't have to go from, you know, nothing to all in either. Well, and I think, too, that there's sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy of those milestones that we're looking for where we, you know, if we fall short of them or realize that we can't hit that goal by the date, that we go back on bad habits 100%. And sort of like you said about adding the one good habit, it's not, it's not as much about um, giving up on what you love you know people feel like like oh like this is so this is such a burden this is so awful like like i'm 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 denying myself i'm i'm not doing what i want to do and i'd love to think about it less as 
what you're denying yourself and switching it around to being, what can you add to your life that is actually a positive thing? Like we were away for a couple of weeks on two different vacations and, um, because of my pancake habit, <laughs> I, uh, the scale just danced on up to, to way beyond my scream weight, my kind of like emergency weight. Uh, things are getting tight. And um, the second week that we were away, we got in our steps every morning. We went on walks every single morning, and I was able to maintain my weight the second week that we were away. And it was about adding a lovely walk to my day. It wasn't about, you know, taping my mouth shut or you know, telling people to knock pancakes out of my hands if I was trying to eat them. It was about adding a nice walk every day, adding water into my life. It wasn't the perfect week. It did not go as planned in many, many ways, but it was about adding. So if you're at a point where you don't want, you know, you you see a milestone coming, think more about just what can you add to your life that will be beneficial? A five minute walk after work, a 10 minute walk on your lunch break. Um, you know, add some broccoli to uh, pump up the volume. Pump uh-huh. up the volume. Yeah, you don't have to deprive yourself uh, necessarily, at least at least not all at once. And, and you certainly can work, you know, work treats into your life. But, you know, you have to put in some work. And adding things to your life at least psychologically feels a lot better than telling yourself you're taking things away. Well, and two, punishing yourself is a waste of time. Like punishing yourself for the week that you just had takes up mental space and energy from just moving forward and creating a better life for yourself, which in the end is what the purpose is. You know, we we had someone in a group who who was upset about, um, you know, not being a certain weight for their son's wedding. And wouldn't it be such a gift to the son to see a mother whose eyes are just welling with pride and happiness about the day and the experience than being self-conscious because, you know, your spanks aren't working the way you hope they would, <laughs> which I have done time and time again. Instead of living in the moment and living my best life in a moment, I'm worried about what I didn't do and chastising myself for it. And, you know, I would just ask you as a listener to, to you know, it is okay to have goals. It is okay to to want to strive for something for yourself. But the idea of giving up because it's too late for you, if I had given up because it was too late for me, I, like I saw myself on a trajectory at 250 pounds. The way I was going, I was going to get up to 300 pounds, like easy peasy within months. And I just decided to stop the cycle and to start living an actual life that I wanted for myself. And I'm about to turn 49, and I am much happier. I'm a much happier person than I was at 45. And I know there may be people listening who are in their 50s or 60s who, you know, are thinking, oh, well, it must be nice to get it together in your 40s. (laughs) Sorry to steal your catchphrase, dear. Must be nice remix. Um, but but I really believe that that you can do this at any age, and if if I can do it at forty five, anybody can. I mean, there was nobody less motivated than me to nobody. do this, and there was. If you were less motivated, please. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to contend the less motivated battle with me, because it is a battle, um, then please let us know. Um, but seriously, like. It, it's not too late, and you can do this. Um, you just start now. Yeah, and, you know, I'm going to finish this off with, with a quote. It's definitely an accurate quote. Definitely. Definitely. So just remember, today is the present. 
And that's why they call it a gift. Mm, yes. That's definitely how it went. But <laughs> that's definitely how it went. It really is. Be be a version of yourself that you are proud of. Uh, you know, I spent so many years self-sabotaging, speaking poorly to myself, giving myself these artificial Arizona force fields, uh, <laughs> barriers to go through, and it's all in your brain. Your it brain is, is the barrier. All in your brain. Brain barrier. So, uh, so if you wouldn't mind, let us know what you think. Do you put up barriers for yourself, imaginary yeah. or otherwise? Yeah, contact us. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. And Instagram. Instagram. And Twitter. Um, and Twitter. And the, the tweeter. Um, and uh, on uh, weonlylookthin.com. And you can even email us at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. You can. And uh, let us know how you're doing. Let us know where you need support and what uh, what stories you're ready to let go of. Yeah, and let us know what, what barriers that you've put up in your life that you've managed to, to break down or the barriers that you'd like to break down. Exactly. And if you are uh, in a car chase with a police officer that's actually just a big donut and you're racing down the highway <laughs> <laughs> and there there's one of those like tack strip things where they're going to blow your, your wheels, like that is an actual barrier. But just remember, <laughs> while you're hurtling toward, toward your future, just remember that Donald and I are an inspiration, inspiration Asian Asian. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.